Good morning, everyone. We're glad to have you join us for this week's broadcast. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. We're taking our scripture today from the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, beginning in verse number 1. The Bible says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Keep in mind the book of Hebrews, the author was writing to a people that had seen Christ, but they were tempted. They might have had the option to turn back and go back to the law. I believe the temple sacrifices were still happening at this time and He's writing to them to remind them that we have a better high priest, we have a better covenant, a better way. And in verse number 11, he's reminding them that nobody in the Old Testament were saved by the temple sacrifices. It was faith. They trusted and believed God. Now today, everybody has faith in something. If you go to the doctor and you're not feeling well, and he writes you a prescription, you take it to the pharmacist and get it filled and take the medicine. You've had faith in the doctor. You've had faith in the prescription. You've had faith in the pharmacist to be able to read that prescription, and you've had faith in this little pill that you know very little about, that you put it in your body and you take it and trust it to make you get better. The difference between just having faith is what you place your faith in. And I'm glad that my faith is in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's in the sacrifice that he made on Calvary. It's not in my works. It's not what I can do, what I have to offer, but it's in what he has to offer. And in verse number four, we see faith and worship. We see the story of Cain and Abel. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. He's speaking to us today on the pages of Scripture. Abel is still testifying, still testifying of God. And if you go back to the story in Genesis chapter 4, it says in the process of time. I believe Abel, he offered a more excellent sacrifice, but I'm not sure this was the first time that a sacrifice had ever been made. Perhaps there'd been many sacrifices before and Cain had had to go to Abel and had to go get a lamb as had been directed by God and he had had to sacrifice that. But in the process of time, he got to where he said, why do I have to go to my brother? Why can't I just offer what I have? He was a tiller of the soul. I'm Sure that there wasn't anything physically or wrong with the garden that he grew. It was the earth, the sin curse had not been on the earth very long, but it was not acceptable to God because God requires a blood sacrifice. He requires a sacrifice that man cannot make. Our righteousness is his filthy rags. Our works will never be good enough to please God. What did he have to do? He had to go to the second son of Adam and Eve, just like we have to go. As many times Christ is called the second Adam, we have to go to Christ. We have to go to him for the sacrifice. We know he made the perfect sacrifice at Calvary, the sacrifice 
to end all sacrifices. We don't have to go to the temple. We don't have to sacrifice a lamb anymore. Christ made the sacrifice. It was complete. It was good enough to cover my sins, your sins, anybody coming after us in the future, their sins, but also the sins of people in the past, the ones generations before us and even the People in the Old Testament, they by faith, they trusted in the coming sacrifice. They trusted in what Christ is doing. And I think today, the reason why I call this point faith and worship, I think today is very important for us to remember the sacrifice we present our bodies, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. I believe today it's very important that we remember as we get ready to go to God's house This morning, I hope you're going to worship somewhere, but as you go to worship Christ, to remember that you're going to offer a sacrifice of worship. We call the 11 o'clock worship hour in many churches. And what is that? It's going in simply putting ourselves in a place that we look up and we say, God, I'm down here. You're up there. Let me exalt you. Let me lift you up. If you're standing on a stage today in a pulpit or if you're teaching a Sunday school class or singing, it's not to exalt yourself, but you're here to exalt the Lord. We're all meeting together to exalt our Savior this morning and we're showing our faith in worship and lifting up Him. And verse number five, we See, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. Before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The Bible tells us in Genesis 5.24 that Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him he was translated that he should not see death he walked with god what a testimony today it is if we are known or seen to be a people that walk with god or your neighbors do they know you as a neighbor that walks with god are you considered a pastor a preacher a sunday school teacher a church member that walks with god what a testimony it is that everybody knew that enoch walked with God. He had that as his testimony and he walked with God and he was not because God took him home. He didn't see death. He was translated. That's the blessed hope of the church someday that we'll go in the rapture, that we won't see death. But what a testimony we see there. And in verse number seven, by faith, Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world and become heir of righteousness, which is by faith. We see a faith in witness. See, imagine all those years as Noah worked on this ark, as he labored and he built this ark, and people come by, I believe they come by, they made fun of him, they railed him, they said, Noah, what are you doing? Why are you still working on that ark? And Noah would tell them, he would tell them, it's going to rain. Judgment is coming. Oh, it ain't never rained yet. Rain's never fall. A lot of people today, when the church talks about the rapture, they say, oh, that rapture's never happened. My grandfather talked about the rapture, but here we are. He's he's already 
died and gone and the rapture has not happened. But the Word of God tells us the rapture will come and we are trusting. We're trusting God's Word. And we're building the ark of the church. We're working to build it steadily. We're warning and telling as many people as a listen. Just like Noah, if more people had wanted to trust Noah and listened to what he said that God was going to do, and trust God, and they could have got on the ark, and their life could have been saved. But we know that Noah and his family, they got on the ark alone with the animals, and God shut them in, and the rains come for the first time. It had never rained before. The rains of judgment come. The waters of the deep were broken up, and it come, and God had shut Noah in, and he protected them. But we must, today as a people, we must not fail to cry out the warning. Judgment is coming. God is coming. He's coming back for his church. He's coming back for his people. We need to make sure that we're in the ark of Jesus Christ, the blessed church. We're trusting in him as our salvation. We need to make sure that people see us being faithful, faithful to walk with God, to be faithful to our church, to the things of God, to be faithful to live for him each day, to do what we should. We need to be faithful in our worship, in our walk, and in our witness for the Lord. Amen. I hope this morning's broadcast has been a blessing to you. We pray that wherever you go this morning, you have a blessed church service. If you don't have a home church, we would love to have you join us at Riverside Baptist Church, 871 Riverside Drive, Asheville, North Carolina. God bless.